Welcome to the Property Developers and Investors podcast, where we explore the detail of what it really takes to achieve great success in the business of property developments and investments. Now let's get into this week's episode. Well, a very warm welcome to the next episode of Property Developers and Investors podcast. And today, Nigel and I are going to be talking about how you can become as efficient as possible to make sure you've got the right time for the ones that you love in your life and still have a very productive and efficient business. So morning, Nigel. How are you? Hi, Mark. Yeah, very well, thank you. And a a very, very exciting topic to discuss today. I think it's very relevant. I think everybody should uh, certainly take heed of some of the uh, the top tips here. Um, And just as you say, it's all about focusing on efficiency and making sure we can eke out all that time for the ones that we love really and you know what we want to be doing in life uh, which is um, not working all the time (laughs) exactly and the one thing that bonds us all together doesn't matter what creed or color or background we all have 8760 hours every single year what defines the high achievers is how they decide to use that So it's a mindset. And we talk about the mindset of of wealth a lot, don't we? And our mindset of wealth over the last, you know, uh, three or four decades that we've we've been in the the adult world, that mindset of wealth, it's not just financial wealth. It's also your health, the time you spend, the relationships, you know, being around your loved ones, and also your own personal development, your own personal growth as well. Right at the centre of that is your why. And if you've got all that together, then you've got more than enough opportunity and time to help others. You know, the cup broom, broom, uh, spills over and uh, and you can help others. So that's that mindset of wealth here. So let's talk about you know, the efficiency. I think the first the first point is whether if you're in a race of of any description, it's no point in going fast unless you're going in the right direction. So it's pretty handy to know what your goals are, even if they're just in simple terms. If you know what goals are in each one of those areas, in your health, your financial, your time, relationships, and personal, then you've got a pretty good idea which direction to go, and therefore where you concentrate your scarce resources and time being one of the scarcest resources of them all. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, goals and direction, you know, you can have some very clear, clear goals. Um, um, I'd probably suggest not to have too many um, because that can create distraction, but you know, that laser focus on what you want to achieve in life. And then it's all, it's a case of really coming back, just stepping back through the years, et cetera, almost like to today and tomorrow, what you're going to do today and tomorrow to affect, you know, your, your actions to get towards that, that goal and just, just be systematic, just be, you know, repeated, um, impact every single day to, to take one step in, step in front of the other to to get you to where you need to get to. Um, there are there are so many things out there that come at us, all of us, you know, social media, TV, conversations, all these sort of things, and can can create a world of distraction. And and in some cases, you know, it might be you know a new opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. But it just needs to be analysed and questioned whether you want to be distracted and pulled off your your line of sight um, to go and explore something else. Because because in that event, if you are pulled off 
um, you know, your direction and your prioritizations, it could delay you getting towards your ultimate goals, which, uh, which are clearly set. So it's just, it's, you know, it's a process of uh, sometimes just stepping back, Mark, isn't it? Just stepping back and saying, really, is this going to make, and you use a great phrase and it's a, it's a phrase that, uh, um, so Frank Williams used, you know, will it actually make my car go faster this? Um, and if it, if the answer is no, we'll just stick back on the path and just keep mm. going. Yeah. And if you, if you're not on your own agenda, chances are you're going to be on somebody else's and, you know, anybody who's listening to this podcast, ask yourself that question. What's the first thing you do in the morning? And if it's roll over, turn your alarm off and look at your emails or your WhatsApp immediately your whole mindset has transformed into what are the needs of others and we have to put food on the table first you know your 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 priority so what are your financial priorities your health priorities your time it only t- and we've all had these thoughts it only takes one whatsapp message one text or one email that gives you a, a shake in the morning and actually it can be a negative shake it can distract your whole mindset you've fired up, you're ready to go to the gym or the walk or ready to write a piece of work or whatever you're going to do. But that one email completely derails you. And somebody else has sent that email, might have been at 10 or 11 o'clock at night or three in the morning. You know, you have to create the boundaries, the tram lines that you operate in. And quite frankly, other people can have something of you after you've fulfilled your primary purpose. But knowing your why, knowing your goals, so ask yourself, and we've got some templates in Equa Hub. If you go to equaacademy.co.uk and join the Equa Hub, lots of templates there that will help you focus on getting those simple goals and distilling it into a series of simple actions every every hour, every day, every week to make those 8,760 hours the most focused, resilient, and efficient, but also the most enjoyable uh, possible. So why not give that a go? But that's that's really important. But of course, Nigel, we all have different times of the day when we're energetic. I like to get my exercise done first thing in the morning. Other people are more night owls. And uh, I guess the um, you know, this common mantra of 5 a.m., it's... <laughs> It works for some people. It doesn't work for others. You've got to be in tune with your own flow and work out what's right for you. Very much. I think it's the words know thyself. Okay, so know who you are and over a period of time, understand where you, where you become most efficient. Um, we're all different. There's no right or wrong. We're all different. So understand where your ultimate efficiency is within the day. I mean, Mark, you can talk about you and I'll talk about me. And you know, my I'm I'm a bit of an early riser, but I'm I I it goes downhill <laughs> after probably about 12 noon. So one of my my things, and I've done I've done it for a number of years, um, is wake up early when I'm fresh. If exercise is there, go go and do exercise and then get into the day and try and get through the day of all those key critical items that's gonna enable us to step forward to the ultimate goals get them done almost before 12 noon, you know, and you, you, there's, there's a fair bit of time there, isn't there, from 5.30, 6.30. But other people, highly, highly successful people that we both know, 
work at the other end of the scale. So they mm-hmm. work, they're, they're more inefficient in the morning, but become uber efficient probably after 12. And, you know, you think in a, in a business environment and, you know, we've all got different wealth dynamics and, and, you know, our psychometric tests are all different and nothing's right or wrong, <clears throat> but to have that, that example there that I've given you, you know, I'm super efficient in the morning, but it kind of goes downhill after 12, but to have somebody in a, in a business or, or partnering with you or one of your, you know, your, your, your business partners there that has the opposite end of the spectrum, look at the efficiency. Good gracious me. You know, and it's, so it, I think it starts with know thyself. Um, you know, we're not, we, we, we don't operate in a corporate world at all. Um, you know, back in the day when Mark, we were in the corporate world, you know, you could see people coming in at nine o'clock and eight o'clock and some at seven and some at even stupid o'clock, you know. And um, but if it was later, people were looking at the watches as they walk in. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? You know, it's it's all about you, your efficient times and getting the job done and and, and picking the points within that day where you've got the greatest creativeness um, the greatest efficiency and just, just work within those parameters. And I think one of the beauties of being entrepreneurial and being entrepreneurs, we, we can kind of dictate that. Um, but it's, it's about the output, isn't it? And just think as team it. leaders, as business leaders, it, it's so important to understand that we're in a, an output based economy, not an input based economy, uh, unless you're in a highly commoditized role and then you really need to look out for your future. Um, but in a, uh, yeah, in the environment, you create the environment that really creates the most enjoyment, the most efficiency, the optimized outputs uh, for for staff. Um, and we've got staff; we've got many staff and uh, a great team. Um, and we trust them. You know, we monitor them, we measure them, we're there to support them. But we want them to work in the hours that most uh, uh, where, where they're most efficient, um, as you say. Working nine to five. I mean, some people only come alive at three or four in the afternoon, and and they they do great work into the evening. Um, in terms of the, the global economy, and um, we've got people who work all the way around the world for us in various capacities, and that's fantastic. When we finished our workload during the day, then they're working overnight for us. We come back and and they've they've completed the tasks, um, and and that's a, a wonderful wonderful environment so knowing what your flow is knowing your tempo um for for me similar to you Nigel I'm an early riser as well um I tend to like to do my exercise or go out get me 10,000 steps in or go to the gym I've been to the gym this morning already and it feels great to have made my bed and have got a tick in the exercise box and at my breakfast before the girls have gone to school at sort of eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like you, you know, eight till eight till 12, eight till one, I'm fairly structured. That's when I've got my meetings, my Zoom calls, things like that. Um, in the afternoon, I tend to be in my creative mode. So the afternoons are very much less structured. That's where I might be meeting people, new business discussions, a lot more creative, might do me book writing or anything like that then. Um, but then in the evening, I, I do like to turn off. The The evenings are, are, are family time um, for me. So we're all different, aren't we? It's uh, recognising that. Definitely. Definitely. The we, we both did 
uh, well, I've done various Myers-Briggs and various other psychometric testing as we've done recruitment. Uh, and, you know, that was 25, 26, 27 years we spent in corporate life. But I guess it was only after that. We, we both did a wealth dynamics, didn't we? Yeah, wealth dynamics test, um, psychometric test. And it really told us a lot about ourselves. We'd done the psychometric tests on others, but to do it on ourselves, and it's, okay, well, that's the reason. A good example, uh, Nigel, was um, writing my first book. You know, I was I was writing the book, and Sharon, my wife, was proofreading. Um, now, for me, I, I want to get that book 98% right. Sharon doesn't want that book released until it's 100% right. So it'll be the greatest book that's never released. So we have this healthy tension of one's focused on detail and keeps me honest and, and accurate. Yeah. Um, the other one's you know creative and just gets the, the volume out there. Um, there's no right and wrong, but we had to learn to work together on that particular mm-hmm. project. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're very different, but we worked together very successfully for yeah quarter quarter of a century it's strange if you say it like that isn't it 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 is very much so and you know know, the latest um we did the wealth dynamics didn't we like the the latest uh test we did and and i I was all in and ahhing about that and i thought oh crikey i need to really think about questions and i i need to be very very precise in terms of the answers and it could take a while and and to be honest I, i i got to the point where i was sick of thinking about it as in going into the process. And I, I just decided, I, I remember it was Saturday morning. I think everybody had gone out of the house and I went, I'm just going to go for it. And the advice that was given was kind of don't think about the question necessarily or the answer, just put what you, the first thing that comes into your head down. And, um, and I, and I did that and uh, I was very hesitant about the results, what it would say. And, you know, that's wrong and this is wrong. But I, I have to say, I, I read it and I thought, you know what, that is exactly me. Yeah. <laughs> Wants to analyse everything, every single question and really think about the, the answer. And the, yeah. <laughs> these sorts of things actually came out in the in the, in the the test results. And uh, yeah, know thyself. And it, it, it confirmed certain things as well that, you know, I was more efficient at that this point and less efficient here. And, you know, as, so it is a really good test you know you you don't rely 100% on these things of course you don't but but it's definitely a good guide and we, we tend to ask um you know our employees um people we're working with you know future business enterprises that we're looking to do maybe joint ventures on we, we look for the um their, their wealth dynamics to to understand a bit more about the you know their self really um, albeit just a guide, but it's just a useful thing. I mean, we've we um, we have a, a particular, oh, a couple actually, a couple of joint ventures, um, business partners, um, where we've actually filling all four quadrants with the four of us. You know, which is interesting, isn't it? And how how those opposites truly do attract. You know, to come into an environment where you can create a business and be very successful in it. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's very useful, very useful to see that information so we have a why we have clear goals we know what we're good at and what we're not good at because of where we sit in the wealth dynamics we know what time of day we're most efficient and and when we're not so we also know the things that we're less uh, productive at what a great opportunity to delegate that delegate that to members of your team external parties 
VAs, whatever your whatever your plan is, um, and get them to do it. And you focus on the really important things in your business. And I think that's that's super important here, Nigel, isn't it? I mean, it's lovely to have a wonderful lifestyle that you only do the things you enjoy. And that's great if you can get to that level, but we all have to go through some choppy water from time to time and handle the things that we'd rather rather not. But we need to lead by example. We need to nail those things, no procrastination, um, and knowing what those important metrics are in the business. So there's got to be that spine of compliance and governance there. Um, and if you've, if you've got those areas then that's absolutely fantastic. You know, you can put those into your super priority area, the time you're most efficient. Um, there's always an interesting dynamic on a to-do list. Um, you know, some people have lists and things to do or, or productivity. They could be longer range. They could be more wish lists. You know, it'd be lovely to uh, have the all the wonderful enjoyment. You know, I want to go on holiday. I want to have a glass of wine. You know, I want to make love or whatever those things that spark you in life. And um, they're all great, but they, those things never seem to appear on most people's to-do list. Um, they seem to be, you know, the ultra-focused tactical elements in life. So there's a place for your goals, your vision, you know, in that overall wealth uh, framework of health, financial, time, relationships, uh, personal, putting those in context. And then in each areas, having your incremental targets there and, and action points. And just make sure you move the dial on each one of those areas every single day. Mm. It's the 0.1%. David Brailsford um, of, of Team Sky, wasn't it? He he came up with that 0.1% improvement every day and looking at the compounding results. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And also, I think people are um, relate to things in different ways. So some people are very visual. Um, so some people relate very well to pictures, you know, and maybe that that North Star, that ultimate um, goal that you're looking for, multiple goals you're looking for, could be represented in a pictorial format. And that really relates to people. So it's something you... You go into your work workplace, be it your office or wherever it may be in the mornings and just see that in front of you subconsciously in some cases that's just a reminder of what we're kind of doing this for. And some people don't relate so well to pictures and more words maybe. So it might be a, a list of, you know, key words, you know, with maybe, you know, subheadings and these sorts of things. And it's, again, it's understanding where what you relate to in the best way. Um or you can always change these things, but I think it's, it's good to just consider those points as a subtle reminder. So when we're bogged down in the day with dealing with all this and that and the other, you've still got that, that visualization there, you know, be it pinned to the wall or even on your, your desktop wallpaper. Um, that's, that's just reminding you what we're, what we're here for. And that can sometimes just, you know, help you to make those right decisions to stick on focus and, and maybe other people's priorities, Mark, as you mentioned right at the beginning of this podcast, other people's priorities maybe just sit slightly to one side just for the minute while we focus on our priorities to get forward to that uh, that North Star. I agree. Um, I think to be selfish before selfless is really important. The airline mask thing, isn't it? You know, get your oxygen mask on first before you put it on others around you. Definitely. That has to be part of that. Um 
really important. And uh, I know we we both share this in in our location, our environment can alter our level of creativity or stimulate different thoughts. Um, if I'm in a, a writing mood, um, I want to be more creative, whether it be in posts or books or writing ebooks or various things like that. Then I like a nice comfy chair or go and have a, a coffee somewhere. Um, just takes me out of the normal environment. Um, and we've both seen this with um, electric vehicle charging. I mean, certainly, I've I've felt this with with my experiences of having an electric vehicle um, going around the country, taking measured breaks, having to plan a little bit. And having not just time to nip in, have a coffee, a, a toilet break, and a you know grab a sandwich and back out again, but 30, 40, 50 minutes, we can actually do some work in that time. So what type of work um, or, or type of um, efficiency works for me at that time? So that was a bit of a, a voyage of discovery as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, it, you know, in that, so in that journey planning in the, um, <clears throat> in the old days, I suppose, in the, you know, if we were journey planning, we'd just stick it in the sat nav and go for it, wouldn't we? You know, and and we'd get there, you know, within half an hour to spare or whatever. But it's this extra component that's now got to be added in, you know, for recharging, be it on the way there or be it on the way back. And it's almost like a, f- a forced requirement, which in some ways I think is quite good. Kind of slows it all down. You're planning your journey rather than just reacting to the journey requirements. You're planning it, and you can multitask as well if you're using that that time wisely. Um, you know, to do some activities that you need to do to again step you forward to that north star. So yeah, I, I, I think it's a good introduction. Yeah, I, th- I think it makes um, actually makes me a safer driver as well because um, they say a change is as good as a rest, and yeah. you know, mentally I'm doing something very different in that three quarters now while the car's charging. Definitely. Um, yeah. So, you know, that, that changes. So location, environment, think about changing your environment. In my my office here, you know, I've got different types of seating. So just that little thing where I can go and take my calls in the armchair over there or, you know, sit over there and do some recording, uh, that that works different. And you've got exactly the same, Nigel. It's, it's strange how we've both got very similar setups, but we've found a different way of of uh, being productive at different times of the day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think there is a common denominator. And, you know, I think we're, we're all from time to time suffer from this. Um, you know, we sat at a desk, aren't we? And, and um, you know, so the introduction of the elevated desks come in. You know, I'm standing mm-hmm. up here at the moment, but I'll do that for a couple of hours, then I'll sit down for a bit, you know, and then I'll stand up a bit more. And it just keeps the energy levels going as you're kind of going through the day. So, you, you know, there's technology and and changes out there are available for us and it's just finding the way that fits best for you uh you know within your typical day but uh yeah so yeah brilliant brilliant um the uh i think the transition that many people find quite challenging if they're moving from the day job is they, they they move from a regime, a clear routine that's maybe forced on them, or or maybe if they've had a bit of latitude, you know, they've they've gotten into that rhythm, and it could be you you see see people at the train station platform, they stay they they stand on the same crack of the same pavement, opposite the same lamppost, waiting for the train, the same doors open, you know, it completely disrupts them if the train stops six yards further down the platform one morning, and um, that's that kind of routine people get into, and now they 
increasingly maybe working from home. We know people who have, because we mentor people, not just in in um, in property, but also in business, uh, creating businesses, startups, business acquisitions, transformation. Um, and we see that transition people go through. They become self-starters and they have to learn that discipline and learn what they're great at and when and with who and what environment. Um, and let's face it, running a business can be lonely. Leadership can be lonely. Um, and taking control and leading your own family's economy really resiliently for the first time probably ever in your life away from a corporate environment is a big responsibility. So you owe it to yourself to, cre- to create the right environment. But, Nigel, as you've said already, you know, know thyself. And do we really know ourselves when we're in that corporate environment? And I would suggest there's a whole lot more that's yet to be uncovered. And, you know, uh, once you become a business owner or an entrepreneur working from home, you start to learn certainly more about yourself, but how you also react with other members of your household as well. Um, Loved ones and uh, that constant interaction, that can be quite interesting as well. And where they're efficient and where you're efficient, particularly if if you're in the, the same room or under the same roof. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And our respective wives help us out, don't they, you know, from time to time um, and, um, you know, just take a bit of the burden off our shoulders. And it's it's nice because, you you know, again, it's working with family in the day. Um, and that there is a there is a demarcation between work and family life. I accept it. But, but um, you know, it's finding what people enjoy. And um, I'm pleased to say we've respectively found um, our wives enjoy the particular roles that they undertake and um, they do a cracking job. Um, Absolutely. Fantastic. Pivotal, you know. pivotal in the business. And I think there's another podcast in that, how we how we transform that legacy and the custodianship, embracing the family, the skills, the ideologies, mm-hmm. and what the younger members of the families teach us and what the, how they uh, enhance our business. We'll put that in Memory Plus. That's another podcast, uh, and we'll we'll come back to that. One one other area of, of productivity um, that uh, that we've both been through recently is taking a lot of calls and a lot of Zoom calls. We've generally been pen and paper notes people in the past, but we found them quite hard to catalogue and find. So we tend to use. You know, technology now, don't we? Which uh, we can save up in the cloud, share notes, and uh, and really embrace. And uh, feels a bit rude typing notes when you're talking to somebody. I I lose concentration, mm. but to actually physically write notes and well, you put me on to uh, uh, remarkable. Um, we both got a remarkable, haven't we? Uh, some people yeah. use iPads. Yeah, absolutely. And it, yeah, it's finding that way. And we, we were finding with our, certainly our one-to-one mentorship clients um, that we support and, and lead from wherever they are in the world today to wherever they want to be, you know, where they're holding their hands all the way through that process, giving them support and guidance. And, um, but of course, there's two of us 
and and our mentees will speak to me and then they'll speak to Mark and then they'll speak to me again and speak to Mark. And it would needed to find a way where we could be collaborating in terms of that note taking. And we, it took a little bit of time, didn't it? It took a little bit of time, but we, you know, we found a way that we can share our notes. So if I'm speaking to somebody who spoke to Mark previously, I can see the notes there. I can understand exactly where we are and where we need to go from rather than going over old ground, um, you know, which is really, really important. But yeah, it's, yeah, technology can help. Um, there's lots of collaboration software pieces out there which we can tap into, but it, it's finding one that works for you, isn't it? Um, yeah. There's loads of people suggesting this, that, and the other out there, but it's just whether it fits and it works for you and you, you, you align with it. Because if you don't align with it, you're not going to use it or you're not going to use it efficiently. That's for, that's for certain. So it's trial and error from time to time and you know just finding that thing that um really supports you in your your day-to-day tasks that avoids that double handling as well so if you're you know if you were to write notes down and then i was to then go onto the computer and start typing those notes into a system that's clearly double handling um very inefficient in terms of time because you've just spent twice the amount of time just doing one task so you know just find little things like that just to improve efficiency throughout the day uh, will pay absolute dividends well if you've enjoyed some of these top tips and this is a voice of experience some things we've done right some things we've we've improved on um what we've always done is never suffering from procrastination always starting with version one to get to version 10 take action now and if you're interested why not visit equaacademy.co.uk and sign up to the equa hub it's pretty much a price of a coffee a week lots of tips lots of templates and what a great place to start and a wonderful community where you can take action now and move your dial that 0.1% every day and see the compounding transformative effects on you, your financial security, and your personal growth. And Nigel and I love to help and support. So Nigel, thanks very much. You know, lots of efficient tips there for everybody. And uh, visit Equihub and tune in and like and subscribe to our next podcast coming very shortly. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you would like more inspiration, why not join our Facebook group, Property Developers and Investors, or visit our website, www.equaacademy.co.uk. 